dedicated to honoring all the barranderas that love banda chisme and know that banda music deserves more than its current form. Hosted by two Chicanas from Chicago, we offer the world our truths about la música regional mexicana y todas sus babosadas. We hold space for the critical banda discussions that are happening before bailes and center the mujeres and creatives behind this form of art. Woo! We've made it this far. And we will continue to destroy timpanos at Las Malandrinas Radio. Yes, I actually needed that. So, I really have to burp. I'm sorry, y'all. I just had a cerveza. <laughs> but we will power through. Welcome to episode three, which is our Musica Romantica <laughs> episode. <laughs> Musica Romantica. Welcome to a new series here at Las Malandrinas Radio called the Banda Mantica series, where we will talk and listen and discuss all those romantic ass cheesy ass mm -hmm. sometimes sad sometimes angry banda songs about love el amor el amor el amor so this series which will begin talking about today mm -hmm. and that will feature some songs today really comes out of one right me and ale growing up with banda when banda was becoming more commercial and a lot of that commercial aspect was that all these songs were about love and they were more mm -hmm. popish and you'll hear us get into that as well but we created a playlist for y'all we curate curated a podcast for y'all playlist where we looked at some of our favorite romantic banda songs and we really tried to stick to songs that were pretty much as gender neutral as we could find them. Mm -hmm. We wanted to provide an intro playlist for y'all that you could dedicate to that special person, right. to your loved one, uh, and not have to worry about el amor, ella, chiquitita, <laughs> as much as possible. But some of them still do have some of that. But uh, we'll get into much more mm -hmm. of this topic in future episodes. We'll hit y'all with a all these romantic songs talking about mujeres as niñas and mm -hmm. and all about breakups. Alice's favorite episode <laughs> coming up soon. But for now, here's an intro. And with that, I'm going to hand it over to you, Alice, so that you can check in. I know you have a lot on your mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I think we've sort of talked about this already. But my check-in is more of a personal reflection from last week's episode. Specifically talking about my thoughts on Cheekies and how I felt listening to my overall opinion on her, um, you know, for my own sake. Um, I felt like I didn't communicate well my thoughts on Cheekies as an artist and performer. So when I was listening to it, I felt like I was being mean. And so like trying to figure out why I was feeling like that, I think it's 
because I didn't communicate what I was trying to get at. That obviously I don't know her as a person and I wasn't trying to attack her as a person. I'm talking more about the artist and how being that Chiquis is the most popular quote unquote like mujer in banda right now. I think that she is doing more harm than good for us. Um, and not us as in me, I'm going to become a banda singer, but mm -hmm. I think overall for ban the banda world. Mm -hmm. um, and I think I also, you know, got carried away when I was talking about my bias towards Chiquis, about how um, that interaction between Chiquis and her mom before her mom died. Um, so I didn't intend to slut shame Chiquis because we all know that Esteban, Jenny's, ex-husband mm -hmm. um it's just as guilty in this harmful act and so yeah my bad chiquis <laughs> <laughs> well you know one of the things that we've discussed right is that it takes two to tangle yeah right or three <laughs> right it takes it's what happened was not just on chiquis obviously mm -hmm. but also I think we just got back to the reality of all the shit that everyone always talks about her. And it's just yeah. like this one person, this figure, right? This personality, because that's what she is in the media. And so are mm -hmm. all these bandas, right? They're these mythologies, if you will, <laughs> that get put together. And Chiki's mythology is fucking like being like the car. Like everyone's taking their keys and dragging yeah. that shit through her car. And it's it's more about... Keeping that in mind, I think. Right. But, mm -hmm. Yeah, but so I, I was trying... Sorry to cut you off. No, 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 you go. No, I think I was trying to, you know, talk about the artist as much as possible, but did get carried away and bringing that up. And, like, even with the outfit stuff, it's like, eh, some of your outfits are cute. But it wasn't about, like, the outfits and stuff like that. It was about the overall image as an artist that I don't mm -hmm. like. Mm -hmm. um, and I... Which you're entitled yeah, to feel and... Bro. That's fine. We're not. <laughs> no, no, somos monedita de oro. Uh, yeah, and, not, and not everyone's are monedita de oro. Yeah, I think just listening to it, I just didn't like it. And being that you know we are doing this podcast for ourselves as well, mm -hmm. like I just feel like I didn't mm -hmm. do my best when it came to that. Mm -hmm. but I hear you. That's my check-in. I hear you. Yeah, and I had to sit down and think a lot about that too, right? And how. We say what we say, and then there's just the reality of there's not a lot of mujeres in this world, and mm -hmm. and so we also don't always. These aren't conversations that are happening, yeah. so yeah, I don't even know what I'm trying to say, but I feel like I feel it in my heart, and I feel you. And let's <laughs> no, and I get you. <laughs> and we hope y'all feel us too. We hope that y'all um, can certainly. Also, continue to share what you have to say about our Mujeres en Banda episode. True, because um, there will be more, right? More like, Mujeres en Banda. Mm -hmm. and, your, and, of course, uh, your thoughts on Chiquis and La Familia Rivera, who apparently just reunited on TV <laughs> recently. Too much, too much for me. <laughs> but, yeah. So, what's your check-in? Uh, I'll keep my check-in short. I don't have much to share other than... I want to be a mantenida. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> no, other than, you know, yeah, we're in our 
24, 23, and adulting is real. And we're just out here trying to survive in Chicago, which just got cold. Mm-hmm. We had to hide. Well, I was going to say we had to put away our thought clothes, but let's be real. We just put our thought clothes on with sweaters, sweaters on, on top. <laughs> <laughs> so that's not much of a change, but yeah, there's just so much happening, y'all, uh, here in Chicago. I will mention because I posted on the Malandrinas radio um, Instagram story a post about, um, you know, justice for Laquan, right? So we're here. We're from Chicago, of course. I'm in, I live in Midway. I grew up on 55th and Cicero-ish. And that's so close, right, to where this racist-ass piece-of-shit cop, pig, murdered Laquan McDonald, mm-hmm. young black boy, right, who, of course, in the eyes of this white supremacist, was not seen as human. And so uh, we're going to post that on there because it's important because... Um, the jury that was uh, judging this fucking racist-ass cop uh, found him guilty of second-degree murder, Mm -hmm. right? At the end of the day, as people that believe in a world without prisons and and more, we're like, you know, at least he wasn't found not guilty, Um, Mm -hmm. but there's still so much more work to do and so much more work that we have to do to honor Laquan McDonald and I didn't intend to go on this in the check-in but this is where we're at this is what's happening in Chicago and uh and we have a lot of love for him just right and Mm -hmm. so in the spirit of love of love not just romantic love but love for our people people, yes then that's where I'm at with my check-in cools cools um, and to continue, you know, with the feedback, I think we did get a lot of positive support from many people um, on our second episode, También Las Mujeres Pueden. Um, you know, you all let us know that you all were looking up and listening to the mujeres that we mentioned, which I think was one of the goals of this podcast, right? That we want you all to listen to more banda and appreciate the beauty in this music, but also to listen to banda artists that aren't played on the mainstream uh, radio stations for the reasons we mentioned last last time and so you know these mujeres put out some quality as shit and deserve to be hyped up so you know I'm glad you all are looking them up but also we want to talk about how it was really cool that a lot of the mujeres that we mentioned you know reached out to us in some sort of way through social media um, and so Cynthia Silva La Grande, who, you know, we said was our favorite, messaged us, replied to us one time, right? Um, but also follows us on Instagram, which is so cool and, like, always likes our posts. And sometimes is one of the first to like our posts, which is just wild. Um, so we're honored. Yes. <laughs> she has reposted our story on her story. Yes. To be specific, she reposted the picture that we reposted on her page of her Mm -hmm. literally carrying Evie Queen, which is goals, one, Mm -hmm. two, what a beautiful way to demonstrate our our second episode. Right, yeah, so it's just, I love it. Um, Victoria Lamala, which was one of the mujeres who we didn't mention in the episode, but we did feature in our episode playlist, commented on the lyric post of her song, Si va doler que duela, um, and she commented on that 
where she replied, explíqueme el hashtag, which the hashtag <laughs> was, don't become a Becky G, Victoria, which is something Cynthia came up with, but I just casually added that to the post. Mm-hmm. And I just think it's so funny that she replied. Yeah, that really threw me off because I was not expecting her to reply. I feel like she's reached another level of recognition ever since mm. she's been on that, on that uh, bailando, no, bailando por un sueño, one of those shows. Yeah, some shit where you dance. And so I was surprised that she replied, but what I mean by that is, <laughs> so I remember Becky G when she was still getting her start, you know, todavía tenía... The little cute gap between her teeth. It was not cute. Anglewood. <laughs> you know, it was, I thought it was cute. Um, yes, he nasty way. This is true. <laughs> but, I had braces too, I know. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. But she just had started so differently. And I don't know if that was just because that's, she was so young and she mm-hmm. was testing things out. And she, she's still testing out whatever. She's her own person. But one thing that I will say is that I've seen how... Um, this like Spanish, um, Spanish industry, Spanish music industry, mm-hmm. has been pushing her so much and so hard, mm. and they started to like promote her everywhere and and really really shoved her down people's throats Becky per G. se. Yes, Becky G. Mm-hmm. And then she just became someone totally different, which is fine. Like you know, people evolve, but she just got more commercial and tried to was doing this music that a lot of other folks were doing especially in the reggaeton and what i wanted to you know what i was thinking about is like victoria in a lot of ways is someone that the spanish mexican industry has also pushed a lot Mm -hmm. and put her in key positions like you see her on that show you see her and sometimes on the radio and in like specific spots where you're just like oh i la pusieron por algo to remove the bandanas yeah, and so I just hope that she doesn't lose her bandanas. And so I replied, and I was like, we love you, girl. <laughs> I was that crazy bitch that was at Rito Fest being like, Victoria, la mala, esa no porque me meo. And then this bitch was like, I know. And I was like, Victoria, don't, don't do me like that. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so I replied. She didn't reply back, but I think she, she likes us. So let's see what happens in the future. Yeah. No, and I think the only thing I was going to say is that you know, from that hashtag, it, it is very common. Like, we don't have a lot of mujeres in the banda world to start off with. And because they don't get the attention spotlight that they deserve, the industry basically pushes them out of the banda genre and makes them go into music that's more popular at the moment, right? Which, you know, it is exactly what happened to Becky G because now she's like the princess of reggaeton, right? Which is it's really fucked up if you think about the reggaeton stuff anyways and how they're all white but um yeah it's just we don't want that for victoria but we'll see but thanks for applying that's what we're trying to say <laughs> um and then jessica jessica ballesteros right, Am I mm-hmm, that right? Mm-hmm. um the artist that we featured for the song of the moment uh also commented under the video post of her song where she like thanks us for listening and sharing her um, her music, and I know, you know, Cynthia replied back to her, mm-hmm. uh, you know, because I can't reply to famous people. <laughs> I'm gonna leave it to Cynthia. Even though you're Sagittarius, <laughs> and so the cheese and it goes I, I just y'all are put, attracted I just to put the caption and artists. let it go. 
they come to me, but then I'm just like, ah, eh. that makes sense. Anyways, um, but yeah, where we, uh, Cynthia posted that she should come to Chicago, and I think she said, you know, she yeah, she come. sent us a winky face. Yes, yeah, so that was a head ass <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, so yeah, but basically, um, I think with all of this, this is something that we talked about me and you, Cynthia, a minute ago about how accessible banda artists are in comparison to a lot of other artists in genres, um, both in like the English and Spanish speaking worlds. I think, you know, I remember telling you how I saw this video on Instagram of Drake where a fan threw his phone on the stage and he picked it up and started recording himself um, and how like that shit was news. And I was just like, why the fuck is this news? But anyways, the point was like, Banda artists do this all the fucking time. Right. Um, and we saw that when my sister recorded, you know, videos of Banda Los Sebastianes where they took her phone and like recorded themselves on stage. And we're doing this with everyone's phone, right? Because, you know, I think when it comes to Banda, I think it, it really shows that Banda is really like a people's music where safety measures are taken. But the separation between banda and the audience is less marked. Right, much less so. Yeah, and, um, like, there's this idea of, like, uh, actually, I don't want to get into that, but, yeah. So, I mean, this is a whole other topic of, like, the more commercial banda becomes, the farther away it becomes from its people. Literally. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and we see this with Banda Mesa that keeps performing in big arenas, like here in, in Chicago, like the Rosemont Theater. No, not the Rosemont. Yeah, All they've been there. Allstate, All um, which is in Rosemont, where, you know, you can't dance because it's an arena, and they charge, like, $100 per seat. So it's, like, the more commercial the more, like, money-driven Banda is becoming where the separation is very clear. Um, which is, again, another episode that we will, you know, go into more of, of this commercialization of Banda. But um, overall, thanks to those who are famous and not famous <laughs> um, for, you know, the feedback. We don't see fame. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. Um... You know, for the feedback, because we really do talk about it. And, you know, we try to implement the suggestions that you all provide us into our episodes. So we changed locations really quickly, so you might hear new sounds in the background, but whatever, this is real life. And now to Nos Dicen Las Malandrinas segment. For this segment, our malandrina of the moment is... DJ Sizzle. I'm really bad at picking people for this segment, but... Um, so stick with me. Um, DJ Sizzle is a DJ based in California. I think the Bay Area. I'm so bad. Um, I think California is like a block. I don't understand how big it is. So my bad. Don't really care. Um, about California, not DJ Sizzle. Oh my God. Let me shut up. Anyways, um, 
DJ Sizzle, aka Sizzle007 on Instagram, is La Jefa for Cumbiaton LA, which is basically, in my words, a party that plays the music for the everyday folks living in these streets. So, like, a DJ for community events. Mm-hmm. Um, so, they play music like cumbia, reggaeton, um, all that good stuff. And I would say that DJ Sizzle came to us through Instagram more these past few weeks because she started including more banda into her sets. And there was a story that Cynthia... From what we see online. Right, right, right. Um, There was a story that Cynthia shared with me where DJ Sizzle was doing her stuff at some wedding and they had a banda there. And DJ Sizzle posted something along the lines of just banda love and loving banda and so we're like yeah duh like us too we've been saying this um but it's really like banda is so romantic that even non-banda lovers not saying that dj sizzle is one of them but even non-banda lovers know some banda songs Mm -hmm. and those tend to be very cheesy love catchy songs Um, for our Banda news, there's so much going on, and so, you know, we're going to talk about two issues, but they're not really, like, we're not rating them as these two being the most important things that that are happening right now. Um, but the first one being that Banda Recodo, as we had mentioned before, was looking for a new singer and they found him i feel like in part of the fucking auditions they're like he has to be a good singer but also a fucking fine ass man because he really is it's scary um but you know i bring this up because banda recodo is known to be one of the most romantic bandas because one they have been in the game for so long but I think lately, and lately is, I'm using that loosely, have moved away from this kind of music. And so I think it's been part of why Banda Recodo hasn't been at its A game. And I think they know this and have been trying to go back to their El Yaki era um, by bringing in this guy. To, you know, once again, bring in that romantic element that makes them who they are. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. In other banda news, my fave, Regulo Caro, has left the records. And I'm not sure why I didn't read enough about his move, but he's really... Regulo Caro has always been a really independent kind of artist. Y'all know, always trying out new things. He loves rock music and all that good stuff and and he's Mm -hmm. done a lot of his own sonidos and so he's doing his own thing and moving on and and continuing to give us good music and and hopefully some good love songs but he does have some really good unloved songs i'll just say that Mm. Mm -hmm. cool so song of the moment we have two again the first one is Mi Meta Contigo by Los Sebastianes, of course. And this is such a cute song. It's currently 
playing on the radio, I would say. Um, so it's newish. But the reason why we picked this song is because of how beautiful and innocent, aka like non-sexual, the lyrics are. And so, you know, it begins with like, Mi meta contigo es ser mejor persona, which like, I just think that's beautiful coming from a man. Um, yeah, so we're going to go ahead and play it because... Persona, reírnos de todo, hacernos mil bromas. Mi meta contigo es comprarte un anillo para nuestra boda. Mi meta contigo es mirar adelante y nuestro amor sea lo más importante. Mi meta contigo es ser más que tu amigo y en todo apoyarte. Well, a love song to start us off. Yeah, and I think it's just um, really quickly. This song is performed by the youngest, newest member of Los Sebastianes, which again goes back to Iliaki era of Iliaki was super romantic, and these bandas having to incorporate a younger guy to perform this these love songs. It's like their sacrifice. We give you this lamb, <laughs> but I. Well, this is one of those times where I'm like, man, this is so cute. Like, maybe I do believe in the institution of marriage. Just maybe for a second. (laughs) So that's our first song of the moment. Our second song of the moment in Banda News as well is that El Fantasma, a.k.a. Casper, a.k.a. Casper the Ghost, just came out (laughs) with a new album, and it's called Dolor y Amor. So we're featuring it because in its own way, it's also a love song. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it's really... In my eyes, just another confused hombre in this world, and this could write think a confused person in this world who is talking about love, but you're listening to them and you're like, do they actually know what love even is? True. So take a listen and judge for yourself.
Right, so back to this album. This is an album that I've heard a couple times since it came out yesterday. <laughs> and at first I was like, okay, this sounds like his, you know, this is his style. This is, sounds like some of his other songs. But I was listening to it a couple times. I was like, okay, this is a solid album. And this song is the namesake of the album. Mm-hmm. And so to retrace my steps a little bit, right? How did I get to why this is a song about someone Song about love, but doesn't really know what love is. So this song is El Fantasma, or whoever is in the character role, the main character role, talking about how they're going through this breakup, and they feel like they have to declare that this other person is free to go, right? <laughs> they just had to put that consent information into the air for some reason. But... They're talking about how they have all these other amores and mm. they're just really confused and they feel all these like love feelings, but they're just, they don't know where they're headed, which is literally mm. what this video for this song is. Yeah. It's El Fantasma, drunk as hell, a mess, going through the pueblo and just like a, a very deserted pueblo. He's just walking around yeah. with his jug like, where of mezcal or tequila, right? And super confused. So message for our current moment is that we all need to get some clarity <laughs> on love and what love is and have some more <laughs> real conversations about love hence why we think that this is a topic that needs much more discussion in the world of banda right 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 and so like we said this is the intro episode to our banda mantica series um, this is going to be a very light intro episode um, because obviously love is such a huge, huge concept that if we were just to put it in one episode, it just would not, it wouldn't work. So we're just going to be, you know, talking about um, future episode ideas for this series. Um yeah. So to start us off, we want to play one more song right before we get into the to the meat of the episode. A song that, you know, like Cynthia said, really is this generation's love, love. song. Yeah. A 21st century banda love song. Mm-hmm. Have you heard it before? Have y'all? This is <laughs> Que Machin by... Banda Rancho Viejo.
-hmm. Yeah, and I think, um, I think this song will really be like this series main song. So I think if we ever have breaks, this is a song we should play. Right. This is a song that in so many ways just really took that those the songs, right? The love songs of our parents' generation, our grandparents' generation, and put it in words that we <laughs> comprehend. <laughs> So right, it's it's a it's a sweet song. It's about those feelings, and it's a very actionable song. Like yeah. it's the way he's like, "Yo voy a luchar." I'm like, "Damn, okay, you better fight for me." Like, okay, yeah. it's very much like ando clavado, que chido. It's it's fun. Like this is the kind of like the kind of love song that I like to dance to, and that I've definitely danced to at a baile before. Yeah. Seeing Rancho Viejo live is also a whole experience. Mm -hmm. And when I got to see them, and I mentioned this in a previous episode, in Mexico, in my pueblo, mm -hmm. the song was so lit. And I was, like, looking at all these couples around me, and I was just like, damn. Que machi. Que machi. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So with that song, we kick off uh, this conversation, right, about why is Banda so romantic? Yeah. Um, and, okay, so everything I say, I just want you all to, like, stay with me, um, because it's going to be kind of loaded, um, yeah, so help me out. Okay. Please. Okay, so, you know, where does Banda get lo romantico? Um, I would argue that the Mexican soul is very romantic, and yes, I understand that this is super Mexican-centric, and we will talk about, you know, that in relation to Banda in another episode. But I think that the Mexican soul is a very romantic one, and this lover element, not just talking about romantically just yet, is really expressed through music, mm -hmm. and Banda is, is that music. Um... And I know that in the Spanish language, again, understanding that this is like a colonial language imposed on us, um, in English, you know, we have I like you and I love you, where in Spanish, te quiero, te amo are not translation for those two phrases and I think it's mm -hmm. just like within the Spanish language our passion and our romantic soul is so much deeper than words could ever express um, which is why we have such a variety of words to express that but Banda is somehow you know trying to to put that into into music um and also you know the mexican being such a passionate person <laughs> <laughs> wow I, I think that you know living in a society where the isms are consuming the soul we try our best to keep loving you know in this country you know we keep trying to keep our community strong and thriving you know making sure that our families back at home in mexico you know, for those of us that still have the connection or well off, um, 
And you know, just being extra cursi with our romantic partners <laughs> when it comes to comes to that. Um, I think it's just part of our overall desire for love, even within the struggle, even within the bullshit of this country. Right. Um, and, you know, I know that our longing for healthy love, we don't always see that here or back at home. Um, but I think that banda is, is a verbal outlet where all the words that we never use in real life or just don't know how to express are, are performed. Um, and yes, we are aware that love is sometimes used as a disguise for abusive and toxic behavior, you know, but for right now in this intro episode, we just want to focus on introducing love within banda that's, you know, just healthy love, you know, crossing our fingers, and then just go into, you know, the complications of love or what people think love is later on. Right, and thinking of how that breaks down a little bit too, right, is like one, we're thinking of, you know, what are some of those parts of our community that are important when we're at our best, when we're more grounded in that shit that is pre-colonial to us, right, that love. And two, you know, also understanding Banda is one avenue for for that kind of community at its best in its best moments um which is also something that we can say about other communities of color um Mm -hmm. other communities not just the banda paisa lovers like us (laughs) and our families but something that we've mentioned in our first episode that this is something that we're really committed to right is thinking about in the midst of all the fucked upness of banda that we want to go in on what are some of those parts of Vanda that keep us coming back to it, that mm-hmm. tell the stories of how we've survived and how we've continued to love each other and really love each other, or that have open space for us to to be able to love each other and communicate even when our own words aren't enough and so we mm-hmm. have to to look for other folks that have already put those some of those things into into words, right? And so I think of you know, my dad does that all the time. He he would he would take lyrics from like El Buki or other folks and like write those down and give them to my mom, you know? Oh, <laughs> That's the kind of shit that we're talking about and <laughs> and that has its own, you know, um, its own aspects to talk about, but but we're really thinking about, you know, how will love <laughs> <laughs> conquer the conquerors and not conquer the conquerors, right? Create something completely different and and how can we ground ourselves in 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 real love and that will bring us out of all this bullshit um, yeah all this racial and colonial bullshit you said that a lot better than i did no (laughs) no but i think it just goes to like love is so complicated Mm -hmm. that like we just know that this has to be a series and we just can't do it in one episode and, and this episode isn't meant to be you know as thought-provoking as other episodes that you know we've had and hope to have um but just more of like an outline as to what you should expect to see in right other. and i feel like i've heard white people say this they're always like love is a four-letter word and i'm just like what the fuck does that mean Bella is a four-letter <laughs> word like 
like is that the first word that comes so i don't know it's a four-letter word you know like but i guess all that to say that it's it's a complicated and such a big topic but but there's definitely key things that we can talk about in banda that Mm -hmm. we can use to to understand more of the power dynamics in our community and how we we relate to them through banda manticas right and so again staying in the very you know general um, one of the first ways that we do see this ideal love is through novelas. Um, you know, growing up, we, if you like it or not, are influenced by novelas. And one of the influences that I think a lot of us take on is this, like, ideal love of, you know, growing up with some kid in your fucking rancho and then <laughs> eventually getting to marry them after that evil person dies or something right and so yes in this very in this heterosexual white (laughs) light-skinned fantasy that telenovelas and tv azteca brainwashes us with Mm -hmm. uh we grew up we grew up i was a nine-year-old that had like i could tell you what my favorite novelas are (laughs) and i was like fucking nine like la madrastra is mi favorita like who the fuck was i (laughs) but we grew up seeing this idea of having to go through this horrible abuse and pain just Mm -hmm. to find love and which doesn't usually mirror what are the kinds of novelas that we actually see in real life with our with our Mm -hmm. own families but but there's a couple of novella bangers (laughs) novella love song bangers and for us one of those is banda recodos para toda la vida that is a song my people that is the one song that could change my mind about getting married. Mm. <laughs> it's just such a majestic song. No other way to describe it with the fucking trumpets and shit. Majestic. And it's like, put me in that fucking dress. <laughs> I'm ready. But not really. But this is, again, when... Um, and Mimoso. Mimoso was still a part of the banda. So as we know, and we'll talk about later, there is a Recodo Mafia. Mm-hmm. And this is when it was in the Mimoso era, but great song i think when my cousin got married and we had a party for her in the backyard i played this song and stuck it in a styrofoam cup because i was just like this is what you play when someone gets married Mm. (laughs) so anyway here it goes because y'all know this song
This is that like blue open skies kind of song. <laughs> y yo ya le estamos acá abrazándonos muy fuerte. <laughs> yeah, and I think, you know, we could definitely dedicate an entire episode on, you know, novelas and novelas using banda songs as their main songs. Because, like we just said, banda is so fucking romantic. Like, shit, like, give me a boyfriend right now. I have to listen to that shit. <laughs> Dad, like this song... Is literally taking those fucking vows that they use at weddings, mm-hmm. which I really don't know because honestly, in mi familia, estamos viviendo en pecado and like I haven't gone to a wedding in a long time. Oh. <laughs> but it's literally like right hasta para toda la vida, si existe vida en el más allá. Mm-hmm. Palabras muy fuertes, right? Like, damn, y'all gonna be together till death do you part? Okay, I see <laughs> But, uh, but all in all, Great song, mm-hmm. and um, con palabras muy fuertes y complicadas. <laughs> yeah, and I think, you know, when talking about, like, how heavy these words are, I think, you know, hearing them from a man uh, who... The cis hit man. Yeah, who we tr- traditionally don't think about as, like, expressing their feelings... To hear someone say that, and, like, we'll sing it, and I'll say it, I think is... Is beautiful um and which is you know we'll talk about later which is why you know serenatas are popular right because then a man doesn't have to create like can hide his bullshit under one of yeah. these songs mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay cool so that's part one novelas are this idealistic love yeah and then you know it's important that we talk about that we no, it's not Valentine's Day just yet. <laughs> um, but, you know, a lot of November babies, don't they say they were made in Valentine's Day? Oh. Yeah. Wink, wink. That's scary. Um, Aren't you? <laughs> yeah, you're a November baby. Yes, I am. But anyways. <laughs> anyways, um, you know, understanding this, we want to say that, you know, when we think about love, we don't think about it as just being a one-day thing the way that valentine's day is here in this country is this like capitalistic scheme that limits us showing love to just one day it guilts us into feeling like we're not good enough if we don't have a partner and it also just makes us devalue other relationships in our lives and so you know we hope that when we talk about love you all don't think that we're just talking about romantic love. Valentine's Day, put a Hallmark sticker on it. Mm-hmm. Get your your uh, tacos in a heart. <laughs> yeah. And a um, chocolate box. Uh-huh. Yeah, that we're, you know, we're thinking beyond that. And we're really thinking from the lens of, like, um, El Dia del Amor y la Amistad, where you see that comparison where Valentine's Day is just romantic partnership. And then... In Spanish, it's el día del amor y la amistad, right? It's placing value on other relationships that also deserve our attention and love just as much as romantic partnerships. Um, yeah, and so... Get you some bell hooks, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> love. Um, you know, and then going off that, t- that theme, but kind of not really, is love at bailes. Which is something yes. that Cynthia brought up, which I never really thought about. But this idea that when we go to Vilas, there's still love within that space where we're willing to dance with strangers. Um, 
you know, all close and apretaditos and shit, and we don't know them. Mm-hmm. And you're there, the cacheta, cacheta, like. Yeah, and just, like, why do we do this? And why do we, like, go along with it? Um, but like you said, and it's just, you know, you can jump in, because I know you said this. Mm-hmm. It's, like, our willingness <laughs> to, to, like, be physically close with someone and being vulnerable with yes, them. Yes, yes. Um, and, like... Obviously, this has to be, like, consensual and, like, we're thinking from, like, a very pure mm-hmm. intentions kind of lens. But, like, what does this all mean? Like, you know, I, in my head, it's, like, when I think about white people and, and, like, dancing, they never dance together. It's always, like, separate. And it's just, like, at bailes and in different types of, of, of music, right, Natchez Banda, there's this, like, couple right. element. Because you see all those, like, love, those rom-coms. Y los güeros are, like, having their love song. And they're, like, holding each other. Very awkwardly That's, like, shit. awkward. I'm just like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> Did your people not? Oh, that's right. You stole our <laughs> land and killed my ancestors. What do you know about love? But anyway. So, yeah. So, I... We and I told Ale a lot about this. Because I started thinking of, like, mm-hmm. okay, we've come of age <laughs> in bailes, mm-hmm. you could say. And... You know, our parents aren't around. <laughs> We're just, like, wrapped up with these strangers. No way to just be honest, right? Mm-hmm. Fucking legs wrapped up and shit. Standing, dancing. Okay, okay. And, <laughs> yeah, and it's like, these are strangers. These are people that you don't know. Especially in Chicago when it's a big city. And you can literally lie about who you are. <laughs> which mm-hmm. I may have done on multiple occasions. And... <laughs> Mi nombre es Natalia. <laughs> we estudio sociología. Oh, true in Mexico, right? Well, yeah, I did that in Mexico too, but that's mostly because I didn't want to get kidnapped. I'm okay. just kidding. But um, yeah, so you're all you know agarraditos, apretaditos, and mm-hmm. these are really. Let's be honest, some of these songs are really intense, very emotional, very very strong, and. You're just dancing with these strangers and these really and int- creating these really intimate moments, which when it's a situation that like I'm going into que yo quiero right and this other person is <clears throat> participating, so like you're sharing this really intimate moment in this dance floor in the middle of this city in the middle of all these complicated power relationships outside of it, mm-hmm. and it's like damn you let your defense go down a little bit you let yourself be vulnerable and you let yourself be open to this moment. And you may never see this person again. <laughs> sad face, sad face. Where's it, Alejandro? Where are you? I'm still looking for you a year later. SOS, SOS. <laughs> Joe's live. It's coming up, it's coming up. Anyways, but I going along with it, I think we've also talked about this before, me and you, Cynthia, of how bailes um, create this, like, this introduction of, of like, a partner. Mm-hmm. Um, and how bailes here in this country sort of replicate a lot of this, like, I don't know how to phrase this, but, like, when you're in the rancho, uh-huh. you sort of know who, like, everyone is, and, like, you end up finding a partner that's there, right? But when you move here, and, like, you don't know anyone who's an immigrant and shit like that, bailes serve as a space... To meet people. Right. Um... People who have shit in common with you and connect you back to your home. Um, yeah, which is just a whole nother fucking topic of how, like, our love patterns as, as a people are disrupted by migration. 
Shut right. Up. And I think the second part to this, <clears throat> to love at Bytus, is that one, you're having these mm-hmm. really, you know, intimate ex- moments with folks at Bytus. And then two, people will literally be finding their love or loves, <laughs> plural, in Bytus, right? How many of y'all raise your hand if your parentals have met each other at a baile Mm -hmm. um mine didn't but like you know we have plenty of friends whose parents met here at los globos and shit and Mm -hmm. (laughs) other salones and they're like oh es que te vi oh like your friend right yeah yeah like bianca too man and uh te vi estabas te mirabas bien nice y toda la cosa y te saqué a bailar y, y para mí barba, I'm like, yeah. like ya nos casamos and shit and so <laughs> literally people be oh yeah you're talking about Jackie mm-hmm. shout out Jackie who met uh, her partner at a baile y ahora tienen a beautiful little baby but mm-hmm. uh, yeah so literally people be finding loves at bailes I have not but mm-hmm. you know dicen las malas lenguas que a veces sí se encuentra <laughs> yeah and I think you know our our next topic which just has to be included is like if you don't find a love at a baile you definitely find a partner to you know have sex with just you know que <laughs> fuerte <laughs> but yes um you know and there's tons of songs banda songs that you know, are talking about love mm-hmm. and include sex. Which, to go back, right, we are talking about <clears throat> what the love songs that precede mm-hmm. Banda and Banda Sinaloense and super poetic, right? The, the fucking Hablando de Flores y Era Una Noche de Primavera and shit, but let's just be direct. They're talking about fucking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so, you know, this is a conversation that I think we'll enjoy. Yes. Um... Because I know some of my favorite love, quote-unquote, that... Let's bust out our playlist. (laughs) (laughs) Are fucking songs that talk about sex very graphically. And so, one of them is by my favorite, Los Recoditos, Habitación 69. No fucks given. I don't have any, remember? My check-in should have been that my mom threw away all my underwear and bras and swimsuits since I was away for a week and I currently don't have any on. (laughs) So we're starting a GoFundMe to get Alex some chonies? Yeah, I mean, 
Anyways, focus, focus. Hacer el amor con otro. Right? And this idea of like, it's, it's, it's not fucking, right? It's mm -hmm. hacer el amor. Um, But is it though? Exactly. And to really untangle what they're trying to mean between like a one night or a like forever, let's fuck all the time kind of thing. <laughs> yes. <sighs> okay, okay. All right. So look out for that episode. <laughs> Yeah, and so um, another great topic that falls under the love category um, is, and we've touched upon it before, is banda is becoming more mainstream and commercialized, and we're starting to see it being incorporated into a lot of romantic actions that we do. And one of them is proposals, right? Engagements, prom proposals, um, stuff like that. We're starting... Super public. Right. Um, and I know I'm obsessed with these because I want one like this. Um, <laughs> judge me. But it's also like you're starting to see it like with prom and like homecoming. With these morritos. I'm like, go home. Go watch some... Spy Kids, go watch <laughs> some fucking Spongebob. Caillou. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm the same way. I'm just like, where the fuck did you get the horse? Like, <laughs> what? But it's just this idea of like... Shows up to Kiri. <laughs> I'm dead. But it's just like this idea of like, you know, as Banda is becoming more mainstream, it's also becoming this generation's like love music right um and there we're, we will talk about the difference in generations and how they go about preaching about love but you know it's very interesting to see how much proposals engagements and prom and homecoming and and other proposals like um begin to include banda as, as being part of that romantic chapter in, in someone's life. Right. And just to add a disclaimer, right, because this is something that me and Ale have also talked about a lot and um, is what we think is really creepy about these public proposals. Mm -hmm. A couple things. Oh, yeah, the consent? <laughs> mm -hmm, the consent. So one of the things that really bothers us in general about these public proposals and right is when like folks don't come to an agreement about like this is what we want mm -hmm. because i hate seeing mujeres or folks right well all i've seen in videos is mujeres saying no right but like they're asked in this super elaborate oh. super elaborate fucking proposal i thought la pinche familia llegó el rancho para family reunion 2018 and then like the el vato se pone de una she's like no and the next thing you know it's gone viral and people are shitting on her like death threats yeah. and shit i'm just like dude mm, a lot of things like that's so fucked up it's mm -hmm. first of all <laughs> marriage is a contract so they're gonna enter into this contract mm -hmm. and she doesn't want to sign the fucking contract like that's why are you shaming her like this right but obviously because like we've said we have these crazy ideas these fucked up, well, I'll say wild, um, ideas about love. Mm -hmm. And 
I'm non-consensually being asked in front of the world um, if I want to give you the rest of my life. Like, no, that's not cool. And yeah. and we've we've seen this before, and we don't like it. Um, and so that's definitely the disclaimer that we'll we'll add to that conversation. Yeah, because Banda does add like a further like performative element mm-hmm. to all that. Mm-hmm. No pinta de de colores, but. Mm-hmm. Similar thoughts on gender reveals, which we hate, and um, yeah. don't post that shit. <laughs> exactly. But we'll talk about that It's later. like, even if you include a banda in a gender reveal, it's not. It doesn't make it better. Don't invite us. Yeah. We're not going to be madrinas <laughs> to your child. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, keeping uh, along the lines of, like, this generational thing about love, we do want to play... Um, older songs that talk about love that are pop in and they're still so good and one of them is Historia Sin Fin by Banda Machos So, brum, 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 our viejitas pero bonitas mm-hmm. corner. I think another marker of banda and romance is what bandas are always chosen to come and do the Valentine's Day bailes. Mm. I have participated <laughs> in Valentine's Day bailes, and Banda Machos is always there. And Historia Sin Fin <clears throat> was also added to this list because we put a call out there to folks that love on us and follow us on Las Malandrinas Radio on Instagram. Which and should. Yes, and we asked for what y'all's favorite románticas, banda románticas were, and Historia Sin Fin was one of them, right? Mm. So Banda Machos, one of the grup- grupos that preceded the current generation of banda, but, um, mm-hmm. but this is still banda. <laughs> and Historia Sin Fin, right? Such a beautiful song about love. What do you think about it, Ale? I like Banda Machos. Um, I think, yeah. This is definitely one of their their biggest. Their hit? Yeah. yeah. One of the, the songs that I'm sure a lot of people fell in love to. <laughs> I'm sure that a lot of you November babies <laughs> were a result of. Like, these lyrics. La noche desnuda nos daba calor. Okay. Right, which is a lot different than what we're hearing now, but still along the same vein, right? And, um... It's definitely something we can talk about on how, you know, Historia Sin Fin is mm-hmm. different from, you know, Mi Razón de Ser. Right. Right, gritando un te quiero envuelto en color. That's so beautiful. Palabra tan pura, testigo de amor. And again, quiero amor mean a lot more mm-hmm. 
and I'm very um, have a lot of meanings to them. Right, right. In relationships, but yes, banda machos, fuck their. Uh, we'll talk about banda machos in another episode. Yeah. No, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Before but... I word vomit because I'm mucho que decir. Yeah, and so you know, continuing, uh, you know, talking about proposals, serenatas, right? Viejitas pero bonitas number two. Yeah. We want to play for y'all. E are the song that y'all have been seeing floating around on our Instagram because we wanted to introduce this series to y'all with Musica Romantica. And this is the OG version, although many, many a singer have covered it, including, which we actually don't have a song of his in this episode, but my favorite. It's coming. My favorite, um, Pancho Barraza, um, also known, right, as, like, El Rey de la Banda Romántica or some shit. voices everything yeah this cover is too like cover of the song or album i don't know look at this he's like sitting in a like a river we'll post it on the instagram for y'all to check it out yeah but literally let me sing you this romantic song (laughs) to tell you romantic things of how romantic i feel exactly (laughs) ah man um yeah, so similar to proposals, you know, I say that I think we're currently seeing a shift from mariachi serenatas mm-hmm. to serenatas, yeah, serenatas with banda. Um, and I think in part is because mariachi and banda are from two different classes. Um, and by this I mean mariachi, I think... Is seen as being more elegant and expensive and, like, for this higher class, for, like, white Mexicans, is what I have in mind, right? Mm-hmm. Um, even though, yes, banda is still very white, I feel like it's more in touch with, like, poor rancho folks. Um, and so I, I feel like this is why... 
were gravitating towards banda serenatas. Yeah, I think, I think what I think a lot of it right banda mariachi is more palatable. I don't know what that means. More easier to to absorb oh. or to accept or okay. to understand. Got it. So there's so I think that's why gringo movies show mariachis. Yeah. Even though like our gente likes mariachis too and will be in mariachis but yeah. it's like what gets put in the mainstream what right. is accepted or what is acceptable to the colonizers <laughs> and mariachi is for at a certain level yeah yeah i see that and so you know banda is still very much expensive you yes. know not saying that you know it's not but I think that there's something about banda that keeps keeps it grounded and keeps it being of the people. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, when we do see serenatas, one of the main songs that we're hearing is the very obvious Mi Razón de Ser by Banda MS. MS. but he was very much white and like this was the song of the moment at the time and I was like trying to explain to them like the lyrics like translate the lyrics to them and if you heard like one of the the lines is like clara como el agua que something like that Uh and I translated that in English and he's like stop I don't get it like clear as the water yeah something like that and he was like I don't get it that's dumb why people like, be speaking <laughs> a fake elfish and... and I was like ah <laughs> um yeah but also another side note of the side note never in our heartbreak episode I think we should talk I strongly do not dedicate a love song to anyone uh-huh. cause this song hurts me because I mm. fucking did that shit and it, this love song you dedicated will, this to yes, somebody this oh, song will Dios never mio. be the same so that's how I feel about <laughs> <laughs> but this I just want to say and this is my opinion Mira Son de Ser I love the song but I will say it's like the basic bitch of mm. 
lavanda manticas. But we love it because it's so basic. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's the Valentine's Day song. It's the put a fucking sticker on it. Give me my tacos in a heart-shaped boxy. Mm-hmm. In boy. So, yes. But all of this to say that Romanticas have a special place at Bailes. Mm-hmm. Pe- some people find their loves at Bailes. Some people um, use bandas to propose and like, profess their love. Some people buy people flowers. And I was like, Ale, you have to share this story. <laughs> this is my favorite story. Ale, tell people about how you were six yes. degrees of separation from Los Recoditos. Right. This is so crazy. Um, so I... Uh, this year, I went to California for the very first time, and I went to L.A. for, like, two days for a job training. And on my way back to Chicago, and I wrote this down because I knew I was going to forget the details, but I was sitting next to a lady named Eva, and... Damn, you know, you're on a first-name basis. <laughs> yeah! Um, so I was sitting by the window, she was sitting in the middle, and then at the the seat by the aisle, there was a white man. So she, um, she started talking to me and, and, like, was asking me, like, where are you from? And she's like, it is El Sur. And I was just like, what? <laughs> um, and so I just, I told her that, like, my parents were from Michoacan, but, like, I was born in Chicago and I was going there, whatever. And she was just like, oh, like... I can tell from your face. I was talking about, like, are you from Central Central Mexico? And I was like, Eva, what are you doing right now? <laughs> um, Eva, homegirl. Yeah, and so I was, like, telling her that I was going back home to Chicago, and she's like, why do you live up there? Like, why do our people go all the way up? And I was just like, Eva, talk to my parents. <laughs> like, I don't know. Um and then was just asking me all these random questions, you know, if I had a boyfriend, you know, why I was going to LA. Um, and I answered them, of course, I didn't care. But then it got real crazy when she told me that she was on her way to Chicago to drive to Indianapolis in Indiana because <laughs> it turns out that one of the promoters contacted her and some of her friends who were also, you know, on the plane with us to sell flowers and merchandise at Bailes. Eva is the plug. Yes. And I kid you not, like, and I wrote this in, like, all caps. She was on her way to work with Los Recoditos and La Dictiva. And I was sitting there on the plane, like, we still hadn't recorded an episode, I think. Nope. But we were, like, about to, and I was just like, Eva, do you know who you're talking to? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you, like, this is me. Like, I needed to hear this. <sighs> and so, basically, you know, I acted real cool, like, I had... You know. Like she didn't like Banda anyway. Yeah, like she wasn't, you know, like, okay. So she was just, like, showing me videos and pictures that she had taken with the Bandas. Like, they knew her on a first-name basis. She, like, would take pictures with them. You know, they would, um, 
she would take videos where they would sing to like her kids for their birthdays. Um, but yeah, again, like first name with los recoditos en la dictiva. And, you know, she had told me that she used to work in, um, I don't know how you say it, in Sendadas? Asendadas. Asendadas, um, which is somewhere in Baja, California. Um, but basically, I don't, I don't remember what she said that she would do there, but she would basically make like $80 a month and that, you know, she had to stop working there and... So she turned to Vales where she would sell flowers and merchandise. And she said that, like, on a really good day, she would make around $300. And so, you know, I think that it, like, broke my heart. But also was just, like, next time I go to Vales, like, I'm buying myself fucking flowers. Mm -hmm. You know, because I think sometimes when we're at Vales, we see these people around and we, like, sort of just, you know, like, oh, no, like... Or completely ignore them and act like they're invisible. Yeah, and, like, these people are, are, are trying to make a living. They're hustling. Uh, exactly, and I think that it takes a lot. And so, you know, when you do go to a baile, like, have your partner buy you flowers. Like, don't let him get out buy of Buy your ex- friends flowers. Yeah, buy yourself flowers. Um, obviously, if you can afford it, you know. Um, but, yeah, because it's just, like, think of Eva... Um, yeah, I will never forget that shit. Like, that shit was wild. Um, but yeah, and so, like, we, we posted the, the post on, on Instagram about, like, you know, someone approaching a guy selling flowers. Wait, no. Someone approaching a guy and, and, and his partner, um, and the guy was selling flowers. And one of the common things that I hear when I go back to my rancho and people are doing that, the guy is like, no, oiga, es que me las como, or like... <laughs> Who the fuck says that? <laughs> or like, no, es que se las come, and um, it's it's hilarious, right? But it's also like, buy me the flowers. <laughs> Not because I want them or anything. Because you don't. Yeah, or need them or anything like that, but it's more of like remembering that people are still out here, you know, working when we're trying to, you know, mm-hmm. dance and shit, and they're just trying to make a living, like Eva... You know, right. it was her birthday that day that she was on the plane. Oh, shit. And it turns out she has, like, a twin. Damn. And I was like, Eva, like, are Damn, you- is she your Facebook friend now? <laughs> well, I don't have a Facebook, but she was oh, showing me her, right. yeah. I, yeah, it was just, it was just wild. And I think what I needed, right? Mm-hmm. And it's just like, they, the I was, yeah, the universe put me sitting next to this person. To Shout yeah. out to Eva, you're the realist. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so get you some flowers, mm-hmm. even if the fucking flower person doesn't come up to you because they only respect or usually only ask sese hombres. Yeah. So get you some flowers, get you, especially, and I don't know if you were going to talk about this now or if you wanted to mention this later, that sadly the flower selling has been decreasing because all these fucking bailes are moving to big arenas and mm-hmm. now there is no space for for these folks to sell yeah. their flores, their cacahuates. True, and, like, I know, um, yeah, like you said, we could talk about this in, as, um, in another episode where we talk about, like, banda becoming more commercial and playing in arenas, where, you know, at bailes that are in outdoor spaces, they used, you would see, like, taqueros and shit like that, mm-hmm. and now as they're going to bigger arenas, the taqueros are still outside the arenas, 
but they're being policed. And I know, I think I shared with you a video where um, Banda Messi was performing. I don't know where the fuck they were performing, but it was an arena again. And there was like a little taquero cart outside in the parking lot. And, you know, the police came to remove them and they like knocked down the taquero's cart. And like, it was just a big scene. And I think that, again, we will talk about it, about the impacts of Banda becoming more commercial and how it just polices people. It, it introduces the police into a lot of our spaces because these are white spaces the arenas are not are not meant to be spaces for violet and you're really taking away like our ability to be free in some of these spaces without you know the policing Mm -hmm. of our actions and shit like that by white people yep so fuck the police right all right so like we said this is just us starting to get into it, but um, we shall continue this conversation, mm-hmm. and we want to wrap things up by sharing another one of our favorite love songs that we each have, mm-hmm. and so I wanted to feature Yamevi by El Daza. <laughs> so I don't know how many of y'all are familiar with El Daza. For me, El Daza's like, that was my college boo. Because <laughs> when I was in college, that's when he was pegando. And El Daza, for those of y'all who don't know, is this vato who got into the industry because he was Vicente Fernandez chofer, mm. right? And now he has his own Netflix series. He's a judge on one of those award shows, which is usually a marker that you've somehow made it. And mm-hmm. I remember one day, este, one of our, you know, one of my friends, Elvira, shout out Elvira, she posted a Snapchat story where she was featured, where she featured and she was driving to work and playing Yamevi. And she was like, okay, Lassa, I see you singing about consent. <laughs> so in this song, Lassa's like, besándote la piel con tu permiso and it's like pause right this is so basic consent is so foundational <laughs> like why are we out here giving a cracker to yeah. anyone who will uh yes. affirm that consent is important but you know it was nice to hear in a song sometimes people need to be reminded and so here it is for you ya me vi by el daza Tú sí. 
Sagittarius and me is like, yes, yo quiero aventura. <laughs> but we, me and Ale talked about this episode and we were like, let's talk about what we want from love. Or I think my dumbass might have said that. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck, why did I say that? Because now I feel like when you're sitting around with your friends and they're like, what are you looking for in a partner? What are you, you know? And I'm like, fuck, what is this I put like- myself in that situation. <laughs> but this is like very doce corazones. Yes. Like- <laughs> Yes, like that meme. Someone might as well put me on the corazones. But actually don't because yeah. that's just one aspect of my personality is my that cancer. That show is wild. Son. But maybe our next... Me, me and Ale had... Well, I had a good time hosting our banda release. Maybe we'll do a, a Doce Corazones party. But like with the twist. We'll figure it out. But anyway. Yeah, so what do you want in, in the partner? Bitch, mm. I don't know. <laughs> Why did I put myself in the hot seat again? It's the... What will I say? Okay. So, all I'll say about this <laughs> is that there's different kinds of love mm-hmm. that we <clears throat> have in our lives. And there's not one person that can be everything for you. And you should mm. never expect that because you never be that for someone else. And so, I'll, you know, I have a lot of friends that I love and that I can go to for a lot of different things and... So, in el amor, just fucking buy me tacos. <laughs> but, uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll continue talking about what we want from love. <laughs> got it, got it. Yeah, so my turn? Shit. I think you're right. We should have never asked ourselves <laughs> to answer this question. Um, but my song is Aquí Casual by Los Rodriguez de Sinaloa. Um, what's, what am I talking about? What do I want from love? I don't fucking want anything. Um, I think I was, I was at first going to play a song that was like very, that indicated where I was right now in terms of love, which is like very emotionally unavailable. And I was going to play Yo Pongo Las Reglas by... Oh... La Poderosa. ¿Tú pones las reglas? Yes. Okay. I think it's yo pongo las reglas. No, I'm asking. Oh, ¿tú yeah. Pones las exactly, reglas? exactly. Where I don't want anything. But, you know, trying to, you know, stick to this. I think I pick this song because I think if I ever, you know, go down that path of love again, um, I just want something that's really chill. You know, just. Yeah, just aquí casual, you know, just hanging out, you know, someone who knows how to fucking communicate, <laughs> and that's it. Um, and so I think this song does justice to that, and and speaks to my my need of like consistency and commitment that yeah that I want. So this play is it for us. Yes, ma'am. Tu pones las reglas. Eso 
I like it. I yeah. Like it. It's chill. Where mm -hmm. ya me vi is very like cursi and very like <laughs> I see us. I'm planning our fucking trip. <laughs> yeah. So let us know. Let us know what you want from love. What songs talk about what you want from mm -hmm. love. What are you looking for in a romantical comrade? <laughs> right. Some para tu compañero, compañera, compañerex en la lucha. Yeah, and so, you know, to wrap up, we, we do want to, you know, to say that, you know, this episode was meant to be very light. You weren't meant to, you know, learn as much as, you But know, if you learn we something, hope, yeah, as the other episodes and episodes that we hope to have, um, it was just to introduce some of the topics that we will be talking about in our Banda Mantica series. Um, And also, we want to just let you all know that, you know, within Banda, there's a lot of toxicness that comes with love. Um, and we will talk about that. Um, so, yeah, so we're not, you know, naive in knowing that a lot of the songs that talk about love, that we love, are abusive in the videos right mm -hmm. so like the lyrics are great but then the videos are are shitty so stay tuned for the next installment of bandamanticas let us know more of your favorite bandamanticas and with that our next episode mm -hmm. is dun 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 so exciting y'all know we rep chicago <laughs> so we decided to Save it for episode four, but we're super excited about our Durangense episode mm -hmm. or Chicagense, as it might have been called in an alternative world. So be on the lookout for that. Mm -hmm. um, but in the meantime, continue to keep up with us. We are now on Google Play and Stitcher. Mm. So listen to us wherever it's most convenient for you. Um, of course, also Apple Podcasts and iTunes and uh, SoundCloud. So check us out. Follow us on Instagram at Las Malandrinas Radio, Facebook, and Twitter where we sometimes post. Bye. Bye.